Hello and welcome to Three Grahams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. With me are co-hosts Graham Kelly and the Golden Boy Graham Foley. Golden Boy, how did yeah. I get that? Well, I gave you that last week, did you? and then you then you stuffed up me. I should call you two thirds. Two thirds. No, two thirds sounds better. You starting to look like Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> the Golden Boy. Yeah, he was. was the Golden Boy. Yeah. Uh, no, he could. No, no, two thirds might be. You only put you only you only put two thirds of the beds on on this podcast. I'm <laughs> right. trying to save our money. <laughs> and I can I can guarantee he's got nothing in common with Oscar De La Hoya. I saw security removing him from the casino once, and he was not keen to, to do anything with it. <laughs> Wasn't willing to go toe to toe. Yes, so the golden boy it is. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, uh, during the week, guys, AFL um, news. They call it the COVID Cup season last year, by the way. Yeah, big uh, asterisk next to it. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah. count. They uh, reported a $22.8 million loss for the year. I wonder what the NRLs would be, too. I'm not sure. So, that's what the AFL lost? Or yeah. Is that what they... How do they, how do they lose that? Like, well, where, where does the money go? Is that would well, be revenue? The, not, I assume revenue would have been hit big time. Yeah, no crowds. So, but they cut all sorts of expenses and had people on JobKeeper and you know. So that that must have been player payments. Player payments have to be a massive part of that. Twenty-two of their expenses for last yeah, year. I was going to say administrative costs. Yeah. yeah, and also most you know they had to relocate. Some teams to no, places. Yeah, that would have cost a bit. Yeah, fair millions, cool. millions of millions. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're there for a long period of time, aren't they? The, those resorts up there in Queensland, they complain that the tourism's down, but they got a lot of the football last year. Has the NRL come out and said how much they lost? No, I haven't seen. It. I'm trying to see. I've dug it. I haven't found it yet. Um, Israel Folau in the NRL. Talking about NRL. Israel Folau is seeking a meeting with Peter Valandis and Andrew. Abdo to discuss his possible return. It's, it's interesting. I, I don't know what, on what grounds they're going to keep him out. That's right. That's, uh, well, you have yeah all sorts of stuff around religion and discrimination if, he, if they turn yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's don't get him to sign a waiver. I would say to say, well, these are our rules. You've got to abide by them. Yeah, he is the code of conduct. He could yeah. sign those and, and breach it. Couldn't pick him up. And they, he could breach it just like everyone else breaches the code of conduct. Yeah, right? exactly. And yeah. then they're not kicked out of the, the game, are they? Mm. So does he take the NRL to court before he even plays a game? Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> take, well, it, take it, the NRL and the A. The well, my, my question is, would you meet? You don't have to meet with him. No, but um, then if, if a club puts him forward... Well, you just hope that they won't. San George were going to and they pulled out because of the sponsorship stuff. Yes, someone, yeah. someone will. One of, their, one of their sponsors reckon the, um, the NRL sold them down the river on that. Mm, right. One of their sponsors was quite happy for, for Leo to come on. And, um, and what the NRL they, said, you've got to be the careful. The NRL had sort of given them a bit of a wink and a nod. And mm. then when it blew up, they backpedaled real fast. Mm, interesting. Uh, New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller has come out during, no, just yesterday I think it was, in the news. There's talk about him joining the ARL Commission. He will still continue to work for the New South Wales Police Force and dedicate any salary that he gains, which I think is about 70k, yeah. to police legacy. 
in an effort to tidy up the off-field dramas that go on every off-season, and there's a few more today that come out of the news. Corey Norman has been fined, I think it's 20 grand for a street fight um, just recently, so I didn't even know about it until today. How do they, how do they stop that? Yeah. I'd love to know how Mick Fuller sitting on the ARL Commission actually stops that sort of stuff. That's just young men. It's a I, I, I agree. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, he can't stop it as in charge of the police force. Has he, got a, <laughs> has, has he got a better education system than currently is in place? I mean, well, uh, yeah, it's all uh, in some ways, he may have a better understanding of the law and how it can be applied in around policy and, and you know, that sort of stuff. Maybe. The, the laws, I mean, he, he was talking himself up as a people manager and yeah. all that sort of stuff, um, which he probably is. I, I don't know. Uh, don't know his career at all. I'd imagine a few of the um, people in blue would probably, yeah, you know, as they always do, uh, and any, any workforce, there's always those that would be willing to pull that down. Yeah, and there'd be a few who'd say that he's cleaned up the, the mm. horse a yeah, fair bit too. Yeah, of course. Too, so, um, it's either either. Mm, Leaders are only there to be sending him into the Australian Parliament to fix that up. What's happened after three hours in there? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or maybe hey, we should jump. No, just no. On, on the NRL and, and boys playing up, during the week, um, what, what, oh, yeah, what's your take on the um, Adam Elliott, Michael Leitcher situation? I actually don't know the full story. Do you know what actually happened? Yeah. Um, Leitcher and his um, fiancée had had a blue. She blamed him for or said he'd been... Um, Unfaithful. Yes. Um, at, at what point in the past, I don't know. But um, anyway, he'd gone to bed. He woke up at 4.30, went out on the porch and... Easy scrims and passion, his fiance. <laughs> so she accused him, yet she was having the affair, is that right? Yeah, well, yeah. It's got something to do with blue and white teams, because this sounds remarkably <laughs> similar to it, Well, it is. Mm. Um, I mean, at least this is not going to ruin any Bulldogs Premiership reunions. <laughs> they haven't been near them for a while. But, and they definitely haven't played in them. Yeah, but um, what do you reckon on that? It, like, He's gone nuts. He's smashed a couple of windows because he's lost his shit. His missus is fronted he up. He did leisure. Yeah. His missus fronted up in court when he couldn't because he was still in the hospital from where he cut his arms. They reckon he lost two litres of blood mm. on the side. I reckon he's within his rights to give Adam Elliott a flogging and not get <laughs> anything. <laughs> Issues with alcohol, but no formal breach will be served. 
by the NRL. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the NRL, man. No. I think it's a Bulldogs culture internal because there'd be players there are still good mates with Leisure. Mm-hmm. Well, it could put a big rip mm. through the playing group. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably not too much different to, to I think you said in the text message about Mitchell Pearce. Not too much different. Oh. She works at the club and mm-hmm. the, I don't see that's that's pretty close to groomsman passion. Oh, no, yeah, but just the club culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, in that respect. Oh, I, th- I was actually referring to the dog. Yeah. Because the, oh, no. oh. the family would have been very close to that dog. Yeah. And he didn't have it. Was that? It doesn't matter. He just didn't have a care for that dog. All the people that owned that dog. It would have been his dog. But the dog, well. The dog was not in another relationship. Are you sure about that? He was in a relationship with the other family, the family members. Yeah, no, this is a classy podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Cameron Smith has a big decision to make, apparently. He just uh, mentioned uh, at, a, at a luncheon that he just did the other day that he has a big decision to make, right, whether he comes that's back. 30 seconds on that. That's enough. <laughs> he was also seen at the Titans um, trial last night. What do you reckon? Will he, he play? Whoever's got the biggest. I, I don't think so. I think he's going to either Titans or he's going to retire. There's only two ways through. I know Broncos have been mentioned, but I don't think that's real. Well, he's not going back to the storm because Fanuka and Bromwich are now captains. Yeah, that's right. Um, in tennis news, Naomi Osaka denied Serena Williams a shot at the, a record tying 24th major title. Not only did she get bounced out, but she left the um, press conference. Serena Williams did. did Very she? upset when it asked is, a question. Yeah. Did you, did you see that, Kel? Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't know that she'll be back. At, at all in tennis? Uh, well, no. To or in Australia. Yeah. yeah. I think that that was more about it. And look, she, she's been... I was never a Serena fan early days, but she's been nothing but gracious. And mm. she went through the quarantine with a young child and was didn't complain about it. She's been very nice to the Australian crowds. She's a bit like Djokovic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's he's coming. He's had a few run-ins over the last couple of years, Serena, with, with umpires yes. and yeah. smashing rackets. And yeah. all she has to do a temper if she wants to. But mind you, if you're, I mean, if you're locked in a motel room with one child, a young child, for two weeks and not allowed to leave, it'd be pretty tough, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh, look, she's probably, oh, she's up there for one of the greatest winners, tennis players of all time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's right. Margaret Court's, Margaret Court's got 24 and she's yeah. got 23. Wow. Um, world number one, Ashley Barty, was, um, she was bounced out by number 25 seed, Carolina Machova, in the quarterfinals. But um, Asaka will now face Jennifer Brady, the American Jennifer Brady, tonight. That Ash Barty thing was huge, so I, she shouldn't have let it happen. But you can't take a 10-minute timeout and continue in a game. 10-minute medical timeout. Is, if, what's if, the you're, if you're out for 10 minutes, you're gone. What was the maximum you could have? You can take in tennis. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to do that. It's oh, okay. It's using the rules. Yeah. <clears throat> Good on So well, she well, changed well, momentum, is that what you saying? Yeah. And Barty shouldn't have let that happen. I, I agree with that. But should have questioned it. It's just a blight on tennis. They, they, yeah. You shouldn't have that. What, did, what was your injury? Did anyone know? Dizziness. Oh, you really? Yeah. 
My God. How is that, oh, even, a, how is that even a medical um, reason to stop the game oh, for the timeout? Using the rules. Was it hot? Yeah, that, did it well. that rule should be gone, though. Was yeah. it really hot? Well, well, obviously it wasn't too hot for the next two sets. Mm. Good point. Oh, so it was in the first set? Yeah, Barty wiped her 6-1. 6-1, six, one. Six, one, and then it was... was it she was, she, no, she was yeah. up a break in second, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm. So she went, I've got to stop this. I'll have a sit down for 10 minutes. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it, but that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Djokovic uh, is now in the Australian Open final. I believe you picked him last week, didn't you, Axel? I did, but didn't want to let me down. Yes. Awesome. And he'll play against Aslan Karatsev. I love the Russians and the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they play Sunday night. Oh, no, sorry. Djokovic plays Medvedev. Yeah, yes, Medvedev. In boxing news, Anthony Mundane came out this week and said he doesn't need to fight Zarafa for money. He revealed his career earnings in boxing. He said the other day they, they worked out that he's made, I don't know, someone else must have counted for him. Um, he said he made $34 million from boxing and he's doing pretty well. He's got five houses and four boarding houses in Sydney that he rents out to tennis, so he doesn't need to do it for money. Of all the sports where athletes should retire, boxing's the one yeah. that they should actually retire. Like, so why would he? He's saying he wants to finish on oh, it, 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 He might finish on his ass again. Again, he's lost four of his last five. Yeah, he did. He's, look, he, he was... A fantastic athlete, top level rugby league player, top level boxer, but he hasn't had good boxing now for a long time. Well, not a top level boxer. But even in the boxing circle, I'm not still a massive. I, I look, I follow, but I, I, I couldn't tell you where, where he sits. But is it true to say that he's not fighting? He never fought the the highest echelon of boxers. Oh. He did go to America. Yeah, he, um, it was the when he won his world title, the German guy. Yeah. Ben Ofki or yeah, yeah, one of yeah. those yeah. ones. Yeah, like get off me. Something get off me. No, he, 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 was, he was a fair, he was a fair boxer. Yeah, okay. yeah. but you know what I mean, like the very top echelon. That's a Jeff Fanny and yeah. Costio Ford. Would he afford anyone like that? He wasn't in the. He wasn't. He was not going to go and fight. Delahoy or Mayweather. They wouldn't touch him. Yeah. So you know my point. Like he, he's a good boxer, but he's not in the very top echelon. No, Danny Green was probably. Best that he fought. I mean, Danny Green mm. was definitely up there. Um, but he had to drop. He had to drop back so much to Mundine's weight for mm. them. To fight. So at that level, he was not. It hurt him. Yeah, strength wise. Yeah. Who was better, Green or Mundine? Well, I would have said Green. Yeah, Green Fierce. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I just don't. I don't like Mundine. Oh, yeah. Who's been your favourite Aussie boxer? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, take that well, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I love the real deal. Mick, uh, Danny Gill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. just reckon him and Horn were good stories. And some mm, good blokes yeah. off the... Yeah. But Kostya Zoo, I, I went oh, to yeah. his, one of his spots in Melbourne. He was, when he was on fire, he was, oh, he he was the best. I mean, he was pound for pound the best boxer. Yeah. In, when he was fighting, mm. that's what he was known as. When, pound for pound yeah. the best in the world. But he, he was Russian originally. We adopted him, but he, he was better than Fennec. I mean, Fennec was well, well class. Well, yeah. Nelson, when he had those fights, yeah, yeah he, they were pretty special. He, he, yeah, he was robbed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, definitely. And that that sort of started his decline. 
hopefully he's the you know, son. Yeah, the son. Got a fight coming up. I mean, he's started off pretty bloody well, to be honest. Who's that, Tim? Tim, yeah. yeah. He may actually, he, he almost appears better at the same age sort of thing, you know? Like he, he looks... Oh, I don't know. Costa was pretty good as an amateur. He's fought, yeah. I don't know how many amateur Yeah, like 400 fights or something. Yeah, yeah right. Well, wow. it's a lot of fights. Mm. Um, in, in, oh, yeah, sorry. divisions did Fennec fight in? There was a few though. Yeah, yeah it wasn't just one. World titles. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he, he, oh, I think I mentioned this was in the podcast. Ball. He went to the World Hall of Fame for boxing. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he was there. Yeah. Uh, during the week, IPL auction, um, obviously over in India, was a mixed bag for Australian green. Steve Smith copped the, the biggest haircut. So uh, how it works is uh, clubs or teams, well, I suppose these rich Benefactors that back these teams bid on these players. Is that how it works, Kel? Yeah. And the money that they bid is what they earn. Is that right? Yeah. That's how it works. Great. So Steve Smith went from 2.5 million last year or last season to 389,000 this year. He didn't play last year, did he? Over oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He and Warner went over there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Right. Okay. Whether he played all the games, couldn't tell you, but he definitely went over there. No, yeah. no, I thought he said it out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident that they both play. Okay. Maybe he's injured at part of it. No, no. It's, it's was just prior. Yeah, just before that. Give him time to quarantine. To so you've got some numbers here, and obviously the Maxwell at 2.5 mil. The, the guys that are unsold, they can still get picked up? I think guys there is a secondary option. Okay. Yeah, but we won't be knowing near this one. What about Riley Meredith? Put himself in the reserve of 70 grand on himself. I said to Kelly, he, he picked up 1.4. I said to Kelly yesterday, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> he had 1.4 million, no, just he, like that. Who did he play for in the big bag? Uh, was he um, uh, um, a hurricane? Was he? Mm-hmm. Was he? Couldn't tell you. So the guys that are already in the. Joe Richardson's got 2.48. He's, he's, he, he actually burst out in tears. When he was told he got really? 2.48 million, he said he set himself up for life. So no. the guys that have already 2. got a contract. From the next couple of weeks, anyway. The guys that have already got a contract over there. What sort of, yeah. like, um, what was that last year? David, say David Warner, for example. Yeah. What sort of dollars is he on? Oh, they'd be on big money. Yeah. I don't, don't, they, don't they redo them every year? No, apparently they're, because they, con- um, I thought that too, but. There's already, they're saying Aussies are already in the IPL, so you might be right, Smith may not have played last year. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I said Smith last year, though, last season. Yeah, no, he might have had a contract, but I don't know that Paul Gordy, or that or his contract's come to an end. Maybe it's two years or something. Some of them might go well too, yeah. Joe Root. Alex Hales and his guy did the job for the Sixers in the last two games. Yeah. Oh, he could hit it too. He's so good at T20. Jeez, their batting lineup must be just... Well, you'd think the Pompers would be popular because they they play a lot of it in T20. And so do the Indians. You drag them with your app, but still... Yeah, draw okay. more money just for the market. Marketing alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd want to be that club that has yeah. 
And he probably wouldn't move too far year after year. Right, uh, so, Kel, we we're going to do a session today, I believe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, oh, no, just, just before we, we move on. Can there were, there were a, well, one, there's a, a big game on 200 metres down the road here mm-hmm. today, the Roger Penrod Cup. In uh, 35 degree heat. Yeah, in, uh, from, in honour of one of the great members of the Griffin community, Roger Penrod. Yes. Um, South's essentially a, a pretty depleted South. But Most of the trials at the moment are players that yeah. have played less than 12 first grade games. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, South are here playing Darlington Point Group 20 Invitational Team. Correct. There's also a game before that, which is uh, there's an uh, Indigenous Barbarians team, team uh, Indigenous team versus Barbarians team. Okay. Uh, Nigel Plum can have a run for both oh, okay. teams. Yeah. From uh, what Cronulla player? Penrith player. Rooster, Penrith. Rooster, yeah. Rooster Penrith, and he ended up at Canberra. And he's a local. Yes, that's right. And he's a local guy down and works with Clontarf and used to work closely oh, okay. with Roger Penrith. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Just um, on COVID, for that um, they want the South fans to wear masks on both heads if they can. <laughs> oh dear. And they gave you that book too, Kel, that I just gave you that Hello gift there. Hello to all the South. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, ring, ring me Brian during... Kelly, that was. Ring <laughs> me during the week, I'll give you Kel's number. Now, AFL, talking about bad boys, a bit earlier in the NRL, mm. did you hear about Daniel Kerr? I, I read a little bit, but... I'm brother, brother, brother of um, the Matildas, Pastor now, Sam Kerr's brother, but um, an absolute... Gun in that magical West Coast yeah. midfield. The Chris Rudd era. Chris Rudd. Chris Rudd. Chris Chud era. Chris Rudd. <laughs> oh, <aye>. He thought <laughs> the Washington Redskins were at the Super Chris Bowl. Chris Rudd, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kevin Rudd's son, isn't it? This is a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Rudd's son, I swear. Chris Rudd. So, yeah, yeah. Chris that was um, Chris Judd, yeah. um, ben, ben Cousins, and Daniel Kerr. Yes. They were. All three yeah. yeah, and how, how happy Juddy got out of there because uh, yesterday Kerr's been charged with burning down his parents' house. Mm. Oh, really? And then yeah. cousins been off the rails for a number of years. Now, yeah, cousin. It? Well, their cousins is talking about making a comeback in local <laughs> footy over there, wow. but they, they're now referring to you guys know that famous Pat Benatar song. The cousins and Kerr relationship is now called Fire and Ice. <laughs> oh dear! But no, they—they they, um. I was no more jokes. Yeah, no, no, I, I was. Really, no, I was really and you put it, and you punish us with the song too. Sorry, yeah, Pat Benatar. No. Something so, great. You've got that, and the NRL—they're trialing two refs. Yeah, so they're in the lower Trial. grades last night. They're two referees, which they had. It's not a big change to make. They're happy to introduce all these massive changes to the game without any trial at all in the lower grades. But something as simple as something they had two years ago, they want to go back and run Apparently, a bit of a land he's received um, uh, a number of signatures in a request to get that change to two referees, and the same name just kept on going. I was going to say, I've got aside from that. <laughs> I can't believe they're trialling it. Actually, they I know it works. Actually, I drove past his they workplace didn't... the other day. I swear, Graham Kelly's workplace. I, I won't mention the name. 
for fear of a response. But I drove past. I swear I saw a purpose-built chimney that come out of his office. <laughs> <laughs> it's a steam that comes out of my ears. And it, was just, put up it was to keep the production high, high yeah. so they just give you a chimney. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah well, trialling two refs, but they just introduce massive rule changes. No, they weren't massive. No, <laughs> Only for the roosters, apparently. All right, so back to what we were talking about. It, no, no quiz today, is it? No. So we're going to talk about the goat. What yeah, we're no, talk about. I thought we'd have a rest from the quiz and um, sports that you guys could get yourselves involved in. So the goat means, while. for those that don't know, the goat means the greatest of all time in whatever sport. Um, so there's talk that you know Michael Jordan was the, the goat of basketball or the NBA in particular. So we're going to do cricket today, I believe, Kel. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. right so what names have we got? What names have you come up with? Well, I know Axel's got a couple of names. I've got ten. You've got ten. I've got twelve. Why don't you just, rattle them off? I wouldn't put them in any order, but I just... Bradman, uh, Bradman, Lara, Richards, Ambrose. Let's... Um, let's Viv Richards, let's, Kent, let's, Courtney let's Ambrose, just, um, Brian Lara, so. Don Bradman. So uh, far. Shane Warne, Shane Warne, Lee McGrath, McGrath yep. Ian Bowden, Richard yeah. Adler, yep. Adam Gilchrist, mm-hmm. and Gary Sayers. That was my team. We've got, well, we've got four to pick from then, I reckon. What about Capital Dev? Well, yeah, no. yeah, I mean, there was Dev and there was Imran Khan. Imran Khan. How many all-rounders? Morelli? You, you could have a team of all-rounders. If you want all-rounders, I reckon the Sobers, for mine, was the best all-rounder. He averaged 57 with the bat. He bowled pace. He bowled spin. Took how many wickets he took? He took um, skipper as well, wasn't he? Yeah, took. Can I just make sure he took to the microphone? 235 wickets. He's um, gone. Hit six sixes in one over in first class cricket in England. Um, But the bloke behind him, in all rounders I had, was Jax Carlos. Yeah, oh, he, was, yeah. He, he averaged 55 with the bat. Yeah, very difficult to get out. Yeah, and 32 with the ball mm. for yeah. 292 wigs. I'd probably put both of them in because uh, things a bit of a game charger, to be honest. So, probably a bit of flair as well. Which I was going to say, was that on the field or off the field? He was playing when there's probably the greatest all-rounders, you know, all yeah, playing yeah. together in the run of Dev, Richard Hadley. Wasn't Ackerman, Shana. Oh, he's another good name. Wasn't Ackerman, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he could. Not quite the same. See, that, I wanted to have Lily in, too. He was my favourite as a mm. kid, but that flair, that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't find space from Gilchrist, I agree with you. Change, change the game. Yeah. Mm. But then, For a wicket keeper. Yeah, he's like average twice as much as any wicket keeper ever and scored his runs at three million. So, what are the four that are that, are, that differ? Kelly, no, the fours are the same. Oh. Gilchrist, Sobers, mm-hmm. Bradman, and Ambrose. And not Lara. No, the Matsman. No. And not Warren. No, I don't. I've got two Aussie spinners in front of him. Wow. Okay, fire yours off. <clears throat> Batsman, George Headley. No, the Played for the West Indies. Average 60.83, top wow. score 270. Don Bradman was known as the White Headley. Oh, okay. So, so he's gone back in a yeah. long way. 
yeah, 30 to 54 he played. Okay. Graham Pollock, played oh, yeah. for South Africa. Yeah. Most of his test career went missing due to apartheid, but he averaged mm. 60.97. The Don, and then I had Satchin. Oh, of course. Hard not to have him in the picture. Yeah, well, I looked at I looked at Tendulkar, Lara, Ponting, Buck, and mm. New York, and you have all them. Who's, who do I reckon was the best out of those three? I picked Lara because I, I was thinking he was so dominant in that. Um, Tendulkar was good, and, but he had some really good bats around him, but Lara, well, he would just he would go around. He, he would have to make two, three, four hundred runs by himself in some of those yeah. West yeah. Indian sides. And he did. <laughs> and he did. Mm. And he was just unstoppable. So yeah. they, well, I, I had Tendulkar on weight of runs, basically. I agree with you. You could have had, I mean, there are blokes with better averages, like Greg Chapel. That we average wise, but um, I think it's still pretty high. I'd I mean, if you wanted a captain, you'd probably throw a order in there. To be honest, if you look at what he did as a captain in Australia, yeah. it was pretty ordinary. Took us, took us from Lily and Chapel and Marsh and Tim Hughes resigning in tears on. Yeah, and he, he really started the Australian culture back to you know twenty years of. Dominant. Was it the same culture when they flew over to? So it was 20 years and then it sort of oh, dropped off. Yeah, puzzle, yeah. I, was referring to, I was referring to the boon trip. Oh, no, well, was Cap, Captain Grumpy was McDermott that he Last. gave it a. Mm. Yeah, told him he'd be on the first plane back to Australia if he didn't pull his <laughs> yeah. finger out of his. So, yeah, it sort of depends how you want to make up a team yeah. of 10. But, yeah. but we're looking for the so, greatest of all time. Bowlers. My bowlers, though. In front of Warren, I would have Tiger O'Reilly and Clary Grimmer. Mm-hmm. Both average better, better economy rates. I reckon Warney's a bit of a myth. Mm. Maybe just yeah, in the yeah, right. I don't know about that. I reckon he, he dominated this era. He, he dominated changed, this era. He changed games. He definitely changed games. Mm. I look at that one day when he in that semi final World Cup. He changed that game. We said that for they were going to win that, and he, I reckon, on his own right, yeah. he won that game for Australia. Michael Clark did that as a leggy in Sydney. Um, <laughs> and that's what they do. Warnie's yeah. um, <clears throat> not mere, he's obviously a great bowler. But what he had was an absolutely massive turning ball that just caught like the Gatting ball. Oh, yeah. Just, and people watched and went, wow. And uh, I just don't think. Including the batsman. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, there's guys trying to kick balls away. And <laughs> he, he was he was good, and he took 708 wickets. Um, and the guy we haven't is there any, talked about is there is there any, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ruled him out because running don't count. It was a warm-up, it was throw-downs. And does the taint of a drug bear... Oh, of course it does, but I think if you look at guys that changed the game, I think most people on that list probably did. Yeah, I know. Mean, Richards, he, he, I reckon he changed the game the way he batted in test cricket. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I found him really hard to leave out. I mean, if you thought about it, like the eras that some of these other players played in, the scrutiny of that was on professional sports or sportsmen in them days, probably weren't professional, um, wouldn't be like it is now. Oh, I don't know about that. 
Really? Did you send some of the crowds that used to pack him to... Yeah. But once they're off the field, there's no mobile phones. Oh, no, the journos used to drink with them. And <laughs> what, what happened? And they'll be... Yeah, nudge, 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 don't say anything. That sort of stuff. So my, my two other bowlers were Alan Davidson. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle boy from Emirates? Right? He was. They reckon he's one of the nicest blokes mm. you'd ever want to meet. He's got family up there still, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's averaged twenty point five three. Yeah. Well, hundred eighty six wickets mm. for Australia, and twenty four with the bat. <clears throat> and Malcolm Marshall. Oh yeah. It was hard. It was. I don't like going oh, through. Yeah, like but you say, those names. How I picked. You know. Was yeah. It, was it Lara? Is it Ponting? Is it Saint Dilbert? Then yeah. I went through the. So I think what we need to do, combine those num- those names and work out, like to narrow this field down a bit, we need to work out... Or do we so, go to the common four? So there's only one wicketkeeper, isn't there? We're all going to get Bradman. Yeah. Yeah. I want to As the batsman. Mm-hmm. The all-rounder, that's uh, probably Sobers, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. So there's... there's Viv bowled a bit as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Viv? Yeah, oh, mostly a batsman. But did bowl a Got a wicket to yeah, One day is, mate. Viv bowled off spin. Yeah. If you, if you great fieldsman. Great fielder. Viv Richards. Oh, absolutely. If you, then if you pick a, a keeper, well, there's Gilchrist. Yeah. So there's three. And now you just need a, a bowler. Well, we had Kirtley in common, so... There's four. Is there any others that would... You know, like Brian Lard, is he... You know, you're not going to go above Bradman more than likely, are we? Well, he's got 400 odd. He's, a, he's the highest run scorer in Test cricket. Um, mm. But yeah, I think Bradman's average of 99 point whatever yeah, it was. I, was gonna say. I mean, that's just head and shoulders above everyone else. I don't know who the bowler is with the best average. Who is that? Oh, there's a heap of um, guys who played around the turn of the century. Turn last, and not this one, just been mm. back when they had uncovered pitches. Like yeah. you look at Fred Spofford, Demon Spofford, and stuff like that that averaged eight and yeah. bowling on oh, well. uncovered wickets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's, I tried to look at it, um, how did these people sit against their contemporaries? So what did Ambrose, he was like, like a good bowler, I think, averages around between 19 and low 20s, 21, oh, that, something like that. Like you're you're an absolute superstar bowler if you're doing that. Ambrose was 20.9. 20.9, yeah. yeah. And uh, from memory, 6'7", Bowled up around their ears at pace and scared the bejeebus out of most players. I remember seeing him at the Wacker. The cracks were <laughs> an inch wide in the pitch and the test was over in two days because... Yeah. He scared he them. Was, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah Walsh at the other end. Yeah, yeah. Because he was yeah. a scary bouncer. Yeah. yeah. We, and we talked off air, you know, Joel Garner, you know, honourable mention. Well, you, you think about those West Indian, during their glory years, you went from Michael Holding Andy Roberts, mm. um, Joel Garner, Colin Croft, Curly Ambrose, Malcolm Marshall. Yeah. They just had a procession of them, didn't they? And yeah. some of the batsmen were saying that. Um, who, who, who was the, who did you mention there? Was the Whispering Death, Michael Holding. Holding. Andy yeah. Roberts. Andy Roberts. He a lot was, of batsmen were saying Andy Roberts was the best out of all those. Yeah, yeah because he, he had a quicker ball that was disguised. And you remember, you've got to remember too. These guys, the batsmen were facing 
Colvin, Roberts, and those guys without helmets. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, there was, it was, would have been relentless. Yeah. There was no, not often was Richards coming on with spear. There was space from both ends. And, you mean, probably the scariest guy ever, I would have thought, was Tom Hunt. Yeah, Jeff Thompson, yeah, 160 k's an hour at times. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's real quick. Yeah, I wouldn't be standing there. So, I, yeah, even if, then if you went with those four, uh, I don't know, could, could any of them be great? Nah, I, I, it's just, like, he's 50% better if he had than the next one. If he and not nine, yeah. that would be a different category. Well, he's, he's actually more than 50% better. He's, like... Well, like you and said, the, the pitches the next, were the uncovered next, sometimes. The next guys said, yeah, um, by Bradman's time they'd start, but they yeah, were. They were still the players uncovered. He lost his prime years to World War Two. Yeah. And the next best averages are 60. And the bats? And he's 40. Mm. Yeah. Above that. And the bats are like fence palings, whereas yeah. these days they're like four, that, four that's inches why, thick, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Smith and Lavishane are up around 60. But I was going to ask you that. It's a long way. And again, they're tarnished too. Well, not that ashamed, but yeah, their, their careers not over. No. Yeah, Smith wasn't performance enhancing. No, no, not but he'll be tarnished by regards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Will. Same as um, Hansi Cronje. So the goat of cricket, say, say us, is Don Bradman. Oh, I, I think so. so. Yeah. Oh, I, I was that confident. I pulled out a few unusual Bradman stats. Oh, yeah, foreigners. Um, Bradman-esque is actually recognised in the Collins English Dictionary as is a word. Right? Wow. In World War Two, there was a battle in, in um, Italy, Messino. The code for them to advance was Bradman's batting tomorrow. Until <laughs> 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 you get home for it. They yeah. kept getting Bradman not batting yet mm-hmm. because of the bad weather until... <laughs> Um, 39, I don't know he'd be that sort, but in 39 he won the SA Amateur squash title. And in the early 30s he recorded several songs on the piano. Is that right? Yes. What was it? It wasn't by Pat Benatar, was it? Every day is a rain, rainbow day for me. Is one of them? There you go. Thanks for research. Yeah. Sorry about that noise, folks. We just uh, so yeah, I, I reckon, movement around us. I reckon <laughs> that was probably the easiest one we're going to come across because Bradman's just so much more dominant. So, what sport are we going to do next week? Just pick one, anyone. In our
unless they're sliding the other way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I've done is I've, I've gone through the list of clubs and who's come onto the roster and who's gone off. Mm. So, um, draftees... So the strength of their list, if you want. Draftees not included. Draftees not included, because you don't know the impact of a draftee. So it's really player movements, and then looking at those player movements and looking at who's potentially going into their first AD and who's dropping out of their first first AD. You think about draftees too, they haven't played for a year. Most of them, yeah, no, true. Oh, and you Some, know, the, the, the SA and Western Australian boys did. Oh, do you just don't know what sort of impact they're going to have. Mm. You know that the season recruit is going to should have an impact, and that's what the clubs are hoping for. Yeah, so you go through and you say, okay, well, if you've recruited two guys that are going to your first eighteen, but you've got one that you've traded on or delisted or tied or whatever, then you would be a plus one. All right, so. If I look at the ones that are in the positive, so Gold Coast is a plus one. Cool. I had them sliding. Carlton's <laughs> plus one. No, I've got them right. Carlton's now. plus one. Melbourne's plus one. Melbourne. Bulldogs are plus one. Yeah. They're, they're, they're recruit. You, you haven't got him in, but he will go right straight up. St Kilda plus three. Cool. And Brisbane plus one. Mm. St Kilda plus one. What about Geelong? Geelong? So we'll go through the minuses now. So. Minuses? Mm. With Cameron's, Higgins, and. We'll go through that in a minute. So Port Adelaide minus one. Richmond minus one. Geelong minus one. West Coast minus two. Collingwood minus six. Wow. GWS minus four. Fremantle minus three, Essendon minus three, Hawthorne minus two, North Melbourne minus two, and Adelaide minus two. So really the only ones in outside the eight from last year that are actually a positive, and sorry, the Swans are zero, so they had come down the negative. So the only ones outside the eight that are positive that I believe will potentially Ramers, depending on where they were in that bottom eight, um, the bottom ten, sorry, uh, Melbourne, Carlton, and Gold Coast. So I did. I, I saw a. Two of them I saw a stat in the, that uh, in the last twenty years, one team outside the top eight. Uh, like it's one point three in the first ten years or something, and then in the last ten years it's about one. So one club every year has jumped from less outside the eight to the top four. Yeah, every year. So I, I think it's in AFL. It's really hard for a team, particularly in the bottom run, four or five sides, to actually have a huge impact in one season and get up. Mm. Yeah. One of the biggest problems is they find it hard to attract good players. Yes. That is yeah. the problem. North Melbourne. No, and you've got the draft, so it yeah. takes time to build. To yeah, okay. yeah. So the only way that they're going to get better is if their kids get better. Mm. But every club's hoping that their kids get better. So that that's a tough one. So if I look at, say, if I look at North Melbourne and Adelaide, which were the bottom two from last year, they're both in the negative negative two for mm. both of them. Mm. So anyway, that, that's I thought that was a way to actually look at it because you don't know how the, the, the first year draft guys will go, but you know how the season guys are going to have an impact on the side. 
So you said kill uh, Geelong, which were a minus yeah. one. You just shouted the go and wrote it down. So they've lost Harry Taylor. So they lost Taylor. Yeah. Jack Stephen. Well, he wasn't first aid, then, was he? Yeah. He was in their first aid. I mean, that's why they traded him there.
there the way they played last year, I think they'll only get better. There's only talk about them was that last year was a year where they didn't have to travel very much at all because of the hub. Mm-hmm. So it may have benefited them more than a normal year. Yep. So I presume sliding from two to four. But, yeah. Yeah. but anywhere in the top four is not really a slide. No. no. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. An influence of some sort, small amount. Yeah. So I think for me the two big sliders would be Collingwood and Essendon. Essendon mm. and Talent. Well, let me give you my, my no, top no. 18. You know, type it up there. I'll just give you this list. Right. So uh, I've got, and it's really the top eight, or well, top four, doesn't matter where they fit really, but Power, I've got them finishing top. Richmond, St Kilda, and I've got Carlton jumping into the top four. Mm-hmm. So there's my big mover. Followed by Geelong, Brisbane, and I think Collingwood are going to surprise you. They're going to finish seventh. Yeah, Collingwood. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking he's got Carlton in the top four and Collingwood in the top eight. And then Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs. <laughs> Western Bulldogs. And then it goes Melbourne, West Coast, Fremantle, Gold Coast, and I've got Sydney, Essendon. I think GWS are going to slot. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne, Adelaide, North Melbourne. Yes, yeah, so GWS, I have a yeah, minus four. So, yeah, they've still got some good midfielders, but yeah. Cameron out of that side. Well, you don't know. Oh, I'm not sure who they've got to come in, but maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe who they're looking at drafting or something. What about you, Kel? Yeah, Kel? Oh, I didn't. I did There's. Not, I don't see big changes happening. I saw Carlton. Carlton are my risers from eleventh uh, to seven, and uh, also Gold Coast got four spots from fourteen to ten. I reckon um, Collingwood are going to slide. I've got them sliding five spots. Down to 13. If plus six, you'd still have them sliding. <laughs> um, I had Melbourne sliding um, just a couple of spots. So they've, they've got Ben Brown now, haven't they? Yes, yeah. that's about all they've recruited. It's a, it's a big in though for them. Yeah, well, well yeah, I was going to no. say. But a good target for them. Yeah, have they got the, the midfield? The game style to suit Ben Brown. Mm. That was lost there. Like, I'd put there a plus one, but yeah, it's really Ben Brown and Mel Mills has come on. Maybe that's all they need. I've I've put it at nine, that's where they finish last. I've got Richmond, as my opinions, Geelong second, Port Adelaide third, Brisbane fourth, the Doggies fifth, West Coast sixth. I'm surprised you got me out there. I, I reckon the advantage of playing half your games. I know you've got to travel for the other half. Just something about the last year that just, and same with Geelong, by the way, that I just don't, it just seemed like maybe it's an age thing. Yeah, I just think what Geelong's getting in is pretty high quality. Mm. Um, So West Coast, Carlton, Seventh, St Kilda, Eight. They've been dropping a couple of spots. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though they've, they've got some really good ends. Who St Kilda got? Uh, they got what's his name from Adelaide. Uh, Crouch? One of the Crouch yeah, brothers. Crouch. Crouch. I don't know. I'm not sold there. Mm-hmm. 
Keep going, Phil. Keep yes. going. We'll they're, come back to it. They're relying on their kids continuing to develop. So they got uh, fraud, obviously, from playing the background. Jack Higgins, who was all uh, Richmond's big loss from last year, yeah. Yeah. Sure. and the Kernan. Yeah, they picked up a couple. They, they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're relying on, on growth in their kids still, yeah. which is not necessarily linear. I, I can see them just taking that little step. We've still got them in the eight. But yeah. Freo, a nine. Um, Gold Coast, 10. Melbourne, 11. GWS, 12. Collingwood, 13. The Hawks, 14. Sydney, 15. Essen, 16. Adelaide, and North, to their bottom two. But that bottom four or five could be in any order. Yeah. Be, be like the top yeah. four or five. Yeah. We pretty much all have the same bottom four. For five. someone like a Swans, they're always a hard one because you, know, you get someone like Franklin who hasn't played. If he comes back and can hit his straps, mm-hmm. it changes the dynamics of yeah, the whole massively. football club. Um, and they could, they could jump. They've got mm-hmm. some great kids. They mm-hmm. lack some firepower up forward. Yeah. Um, Isaac Heaney didn't yeah. play for him. That's what I was about to say. Well. He's a, he was He's, a big miss. There's your two... Pretty good goal, yeah. Well, and Fremantle got a heap of guys back from injury as well. Yeah, that, that's all I've seen him moving up a few spots, yeah. So, yeah, yep. So, so, so who um, plays in the GF, Kel? Oh, I think Richmond John replay. Oh, Axel, oh, we said Brisbane and St Kilda. Oh, oh, wow. I went with, I'll tell you, check this Richmond and Bauer. And I've got Richmond winning it uh, in front of 100,000. I think the COVID thing will be, the bubble will be bursted. Bursted? No, is that a noise? Bursted? The bubble, bubble will burst anyway. Were you a butcher in a, in a different life? <laughs> no, no. Because you're the English language. And Dusty will win the Bronlow. Bronlow? Brownlow, sorry. Who's Bronlow? Anyway, Axel, yours? Who's in the GF? I remember Chris Rudd run one of those. He did? He did? He won a, won a round like that. Yeah, <laughs> Go on. I think it's yours, Axel. It should be three grams, a mic, and an interpreter. <laughs> so we can understand what you're saying. Come on. Get on with it. So, the, what's the first question? <laughs> Who's in the, the GF? The GF. The Norm Brownlow medal. Curious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who's who's gonna, who are they going to play? Yeah, I see that. St Kilda. Oh, okay. So well, what's no, what's the Brisbane winner? Chris Fagan. Mm. Yeah. No, I think the Lions. Yeah, the Lions are very unlucky that they probably didn't have a home grand final this year. Mm. All up shit. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon the Lions. Feels like this year, doesn't it? Mm. Feels that same. So Lions premiers for me in front of a crowd of uh, forty thousand. Mm. Yeah. I, I, don't How many kills? Full crowds back until everyone's had the jab. Yeah, it's going to take a, 2022. Yeah, a good aimed. I don't know whether they're going to get everyone to get the jab. Nah. There's plenty of people leaning backs, is it won't want it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting with that number, B, really. What percentage of people that wouldn't take the jab? It'll, it'll, be, it'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be interesting if they bring this jab passport thing in. Yeah, that's and whether right. you need to show your passport to get into the footy. Yeah. And, uh, that's, it's, there's... A, That'll be an incentive for some. I think it's, it'll be a good while before we see full crowds. Yeah. No, I agree with that, but I'm, I'm hopeful that in October or September or somewhere around then we're at 100,000. But anyway, yeah. 
maybe they'll set up the jab booth out the front of the MCG to get the jab before you go on it. So, Kelly, you've picked again, sorry, who's going to win? No, I've got the Tigers three beating. Yeah, so how many people are you predicting? I reckon Danger's going to get his fourth. Yeah. Normie. Mm-hmm. Dusty will get the, uh, sorry, did I say Danger? Yeah, you did. Danger will get the brown line. Dusty yeah. will get his fourth normie. Yeah. That's what I reckon. Matt Rowell will win the rising start. And that's only on the back of him getting injured before he won it this year. <laughs> um, and the first coach sacked. Oh, yeah. I reckon it'll either be Goodwin or Leon Cameron. Probably leaning towards Leon Cameron. Mm. The only thing... That makes good one could be Melbourne might be a bit more decisive. I don't know that GWS would pull the trigger on a cage halfway through the year. Nothing. Melbourne loved to learn. What do you think about Buckley? Um, they lose their first half of us. Yeah, they, they've got enough hair shape very quickly. They've got enough turmoil happening. Yeah, that's what I can think. Do they really need any more? Yeah. Cameron's a good one though. I didn't think of him. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm surprised he's lasted this long. He's, he's faced a lot of heat, but then he had a couple of good seasons that got him out of trouble. But yeah. there was a time that I thought he was going to go a long time ago. So, who went knocking? Brownlow, that's Hoops. He's got some lieutenants yeah. around him that can take some heat off now. Uh, Zorko for the. For uh, the Norm Smith. Mm. Yeah. What else that's it. We're that's done. it. Rising yeah. Star. Rising Star, I think, Brown. And sack coach. Yeah, I think Cameron, I think you're on the money there, for sure. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm agree. I agree. Well, I think we'll... Leon Cameron's in danger, big time. Yeah. Cool. But then again, he might, who knows? We've just all agreed on something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so I want to wager, yeah, weekly yeah, wager, Kel. Kel, it's your turn. Right, Axel um, lost our money, not only once did he lose it, but twice. So he's got put my bet on and lost last week. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so that, what, you've something. actually cost us about 200 and something dollars now, haven't you? Hang on. Uh, Do we want to go back to the history? <laughs> <laughs> be, well, after that 200 loss, we're pretty even. I would retract that statement very quickly. <laughs> well... You can't. It's twice you haven't put my bet on, so surely that can He's still got the cranks on that, <laughs> I might forgive, I just don't forget. What are we on, Cal? Uh, we're splitting the bet this week. 10 each way on race 9 in Morfordville. Is that running wind today? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I can find it. Morfordville. Oh, there it is. Race 9. Oh, yeah. That's funny. It's about 540, isn't it? What are we on, Kel? We're on unlaced. Unlaced. $3.10 favourite. 10 each way. 10 each way. I did try and find something called unhinged in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> 10 each way. So yeah. you're putting a couple of bets on, obviously? Yep. And then we're going to go to the BPL. Can Liverpool lose five in a row? Cool. Yeah, I'll stick clear of Liverpool. <laughs> Hard to trust at the moment. They've got a lot of injuries in the back line. They, they have done all year. That's where they've tried yeah. all year. And the centre-backs too. Yeah. 
Seven, sound right? No, when there's a two. No, that's only that's only one game. Yeah, it's only the one game. You didn't do the multi. Yeah, no, you, you, there you're on the Chelsea game there. Uh, anyway, oh, we'll, 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 we'll endeavour to have a look at that. Yeah, you, you've re, we've recorded that. Have we, we've heard that before, haven't we, Cotto? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not leaving this podcast till this bet goes right, on. Do it again. Man United. I was nearly going to let him know then, but not anymore. Leicester. 225 is a good God too. Chelsea. 170. So you do the in the multi, don't you? Oh, how do you do it? Down the bottom. Yeah, there you go. 478. That's it. $30. Has that got all the legs, including the horse race? No, no, the horse race race separate, I think. Yeah. yeah, so that's going to pay $4.70. Yeah. $143.40 potential collect. Plus the other one. Plus the other one. All right, guys. Great uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, kind you. of. Your <laughs> contribution is a bit average, but anyway. <laughs> but anyway, we've, we've done our best. That's all that can, we can hope for week to week. I'll research it. And, 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 and I'll look at the NRL goats. What language do you call? Do you call what he's talking? Maybe the goats. 